Fanatics, we are at conference finals time for the NBA. We have the Suns, we have the Clippers, we have the Hawks, we have the Bucks. Who will be in the NBA finals and why? On the next episode right now, Fanatics, let's go! Fanatics, the Western Conference Finals. I will have to say has been a wake-up call for the NBA. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. I say his name three times because I hope he pops up like the boogie man. He gets to play. But all reports say tonight, game five, he's out. He's not playing. His knee still hurt. It's a wake-up call for the NBA because it's time you build your future all-stars. The future Stars who are going to hold the integrity of your game is going to hold the popularity of your game in their hands. And Kawhi Leonard is a superstar. Kawhi Leonard is a great player in this league. He's an NBA champion. But man, sometimes it's just draining to watch him not be around. Yes, injuries, man. You have nothing to do with injuries, man. But you hate to see the Clippers go out like this. Paul George. Yeah, you, Paul George. Paul George. It's crazy how some people would say, what's Paul George been doing? Paul George has led my Clippers to a win. Paul George hasn't carried nobody. Play the great playoff P. What has he done? And the crazy part about that is playoff P. Chris Paul George playoff P. You couldn't lead them to two wins because their great point guard, the Phoenix Suns, Chris Paul, wasn't playing. Yeah, playoff P. That was your chance. To put that backpack on and say, listen, yo, their superstar is out. Let my veteran behind take it to these young bucks. No, 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 no. The Clippers lose two while Chris Paul is gone. Which is, listen, I haven't. The Suns is a good team with Bridges, Aiton. Um, we can't say any more about Devin Booker. We can't say more about DeAndre Aiton. And how important of a number one pick that was to the Phoenix Suns and being patient with him. But you lose two while Chris Paul's not there. The, the point guard himself was out. That was your chance to take a 2-0 lead. 
You lose two? You don't even split. You use, you lose two? Two? Listen, I'm a poor George fan, and I wish poor George well. Even though you're, I mean, you're carrying the team without Kawhi Leonard. Like, I'm, you're averaging 27 a game. You're averaging 10 rebounds and 6 assists. You're almost averaging a triple-double in the Western Conference Finals. If that was anybody else, you'll say, yo, he's playing his, his heart out. And which he is. But I cannot let you off the hook. You being it. You being one of the superstars of that team. The one they signed. The other Clippers said, Paul, we're getting rid of Doc. We're not even signing. We're signing Kawhi. We're going behind you. You're our future. You playing like it. But you cannot. Not lead your team to victory when Chris Paul is not in the lineup for the Phoenix Suns. And that's exactly how the cookie crumbled. DeAndre Ayton is about to get paid. He's averaging 16, 11 on 70% shooting from the field. Game four, forget about it. He had 19 points, 22 rebounds, four blocks, 41 minutes. What? I'm going to say that again. 19 points, 22 rebounds, and four blocks. That goes down with your legends. O'Neal, Ewan, Duncan. They put, they put up numbers like that in a... In the playoffs, in a in a conference finals, DeAndre in, you're gonna get paid. And if they pay DeAndre in, woo, Phoenix, watch out for the Phoenix Suns. From they're gonna be here for a while, even though I feel the LA Lakers would have beat them if Mr. Glass himself doesn't get hurt. Yes, I'm talking about the Brown. And I'm not going to say his name. He's going to be referred to Mr. Glass until next season. But man, DeAndre Ayton has been playing out his mind. Putting up historic numbers. The Suns are one win away from going to the finals. They have been the finals since 93. With Charles Barkley, KJ, Dan Marley. Now they're big three years. Aiton, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. Can they close it out? I don't even know why people are asking that. They lost, they won two without their point guard, Chris Paul. One of the greatest point guards of all time. They lost one when he came back because he tried to fit himself back in the lineup and, and the team slowed down. They, they acclimated. Game four went right back at it. It was a battle. It was one of the lowest scoring games, but it was a battle. Every game in his Western Conference Finals has been a battle. The Suns have won two without their point guard and they won one with him. I don't think that should be foreshadowing the saying this team could close out 
the LA Clippers Devin Booker in closeout game has averaged 40 and 11 rebounds I don't even want to talk about no listen <laughs> oh my god he on closeout games he's averaging 40 11 rebounds he's shooting 55 percent 55 from three and 95 from the free throw line On the flip side, you got the LA Clippers. This is their third closeout game in which they've been closed out. Shit. When they, they beat the Mavericks in game six to seven to save their season. But there was one big caveat to it Kawhi Leonard in those games have a 36. Points a game. But he's not going to be there. Which leads it is back on you, PG. Paul George, all on you. Like I said, you're averaging 27 a game, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. Who else is going to step up? My personal opinion is just too much firepower and like I said, Aiden's paying for big time money and he's playing out his mind right now. Devin Book is playing out his mind right now. Chris Paul's determined for a title in which he should have won a long time ago with the Clippers before that and with the Lakers when that trade should have been made. I, I see the Suns closing this out and going since 1993 to the 2021 NBA Finals. Next segment, I'm going to talk about the Eastern Conference Finals. The Eastern Conference Finals. First and foremost, Trey Young. During this playoff run, you showed that I belong. Say my name a little louder when you talk. Say my name with a little bit more respect when I play. I went to the garden, hushed that crowd up. Ice Trey's here. Ice Trey is here. They said, all right. He beat the Knicks. Can he do it to the Sixers? And what they do? Ice Trey sets up again, goes in Philly. He's going down to I-95. He goes to Philly. Bang. Bye-bye. Philadelphia. Bye-bye, 76ers. Him and Amigos went from New York to Philly now. Damn Milwaukee and... Uh-oh. Game one. He destroyed the Bucks. He destroyed the Bucks, and I'm like, uh-oh. Uh, he can't do this. He is not doing this against the Milwaukee Bucks. Big Giannis, he had 48. He's there shimmying. He crossed up. 
Bucks defenders. He's shimmying all night. He's floatering all night. He's making great passes all night. He had 20 drives that led to 17 points. He's 7 on 3, 7 of 13 from the field. Like, Uh, he did whatever he want. He did whatever he want that first game in. Game two was a whole different story. No, through the through the first two games, Giannis continued his streak of scoring thirty points and ten rebounds. It was a six-game streak, but it got ended the last game when he had, when he got 25 and nine rebounds, and now has a, a streak of scoring 25 or more in a playoff game of seven. It's crazy how teams haven't figured out Trey Young, how it's time for him from doing his photo or. Or stop for making or setting up his teammates in the proper way because he's so dangerous with that floater and so dangerous on the drop. But the Bucks did. They dropped Brook Lopez in coverage, but they, they told him to push up just in case he they moved him up a little bit in the paint. Said, listen, now we're gonna stop this floater business. We're just gonna make it harder. Just put more pressure on him. Drew Holiday played more physical. Definitely was more active that, that game two and three. On Young. They worked his passing lanes. They didn't give him no open passing lanes to set up his teammates. And kudos to them. Nah, definitely. Because they played like all defenders like they've been named the last two years. But kudos to them. Trey Young is working hard out there. You can see it. He sprained his ankle at the end of the game. At game three. And to be honest, the game two and threes have been about the Bucks' intensity, man. It's simply put, they put more, they put, how they play more physical with Trey Young, played his passing lanes, they moved Lopez down in the post, but moved him up so they could play his floater. And just, he can't, that team is predicated all on Trey Young. If Trey Young is setting up everybody, they're gonna, his teammates are gonna deliver. If, Trey, if they're stopping that and, and a lot of the Hawks players have to create their own, it's a harder night. It's a rougher night. You make Trey Young shoot the three a lot, he's not that lights out. He shoots the three in rhythm. If he scores a few layups, gets a few floats, he's knocking down that three. But if you make it hard and he's forcing the three, years, uh-oh. He's not that great of a shooter. Um, 
defensively for the Hawks, they're not stopping out of Kun Combo. He's going to the paint. He's doing what he's doing. He's playing bully ball against the Hawks. Holiday's making Chris no, Holiday's making Trey Young work. And Chris Middleton is Chris Middleton needs to show up more. I'm sorry. Show up. But Bombardovich and Huerta, yes, Huerta's size doesn't affect him. He's eating him alive. But Chris Middleton has to show up more. Please stop taking days off in between you showing up. It's one game, 47, two games, eh. 48, Chris Middleton's here again. Then the next two is, eh. But I expect nothing to change. I expect... It's a hard adjustment to make when your star player is being getting all the pressure and attention, and he creates so much of your offense. For now, the team to turn around and run the team offense to someone else, I don't see that working. I don't see that happening, and that'll be taking a you just that'll be taking a identity away from a team, and you just don't change that midseason. You don't change that in a playoff game. Um, David Miller has been a great coach, but you still have to stop the Milwaukee Bucks on defense, and, and I think. They have to spend too much energy stopping the Milwaukee Bucks. And all that energy being wasted is not helping them on offense. So I see the Milwaukee Bucks playing the Phoenix Suns in the NBA Finals. And is that a problem for the NBA? Two smaller market cities in the NBA Finals. Does that bring down ratings? You got two superstars, Giannis and Chris Paul. Really, Chris Paul's a superstar. Because not too many people, casual fans, know about Giannis. My grandma could tell me to ask the guy from the State Farm commercials. Not so yet, Giannis. He's a two-time MVP, but he's not... He still knows some of the NBA fans. Not casual fans yet. He's got a face that everybody has. Rec- like, it's not recognizable. Not yet. You got up become a superstar. Devin Booker. DeAndre Ayton. Phenomenal names amongst the NBA community. But from the casual fans, nah. Is having no LeBron James, no Stephen Curry in the finals hurting the NBA? I say yes. Because the NBA is doing a good job building these young stars. They're, and their performances are, are proving the NBA right. It's kind of like the UFC and Conor McGregor. We're going to promote him. We're going to back him. And when he knocks somebody out, it's a match made in heaven. And the NBA is doing a great job picking who they're going to put as the faces of their franchise. But... Their superstardom and their superstar play is not matching up. Their superstar play is becoming before the superstar, which you wish goes hand in hand in any organization. But the NBA is doing a great job pushing their young stars. Their young stars are producing. We're going to have two young, talented teams. We'll have a great basketball NBA Finals. I agree. If the Milwaukee Bucks... If any one of these four teams makes the NBA Finals, we'll have a good, young, quality 
basketball game played on a daily basis. But does that help ratings for the NBA? Not having LeBron James in there hurt. But I will say the NBA has done a good job promoting. And I think they will continue to put those young superstars on a pedestal so we won't have that problem if you don't have a LeBron James in there. We're talking about somebody on a Mount Rushmore basketball. I think the NBA would have loved having LeBron James in the NBA Finals. The Spade Jam coming out. Oh, the money that they would have raked in. But as of right now, I see the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns being in the NBA Finals. I don't see Randy's being that great. But I do see it moving in the right direction in terms of their superstar and they're promoting their future superstars being in marriage. And we won't care after a while if LeBron James or Stephen Curry is not in the NBA Finals. So, I have the Milwaukee Bucks win the Easy Conference Finals. In a later episode, I will do my NBA Finals prediction. But as of right now, I've got the Milwaukee Bucks, Phoenix Suns, NBA Finals. Till next time, um, fanatics.